Hello and welcome back to Telts. My name is Bosi and I'm with Andrew. Andrew, hello. That was a very formal introduction. Well done. Sounded very professional. In all my professionalism, I am here to talk about love and poker. Oh, what yeah? about you? Well, I guess nothing because those are the two things. I mean, nothing additional, right? Those are the two things that we our expertise covers. Oh, we have expertise now? Speak for yourself. I did not claim any expertise in these topics. Oh, you just like to talk about them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's cool. You have expertise? Yes, in love. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Like expertise? In love or in general? In, in general. What do I think about expertise in general? Yeah. Is your question? I don't know. What do you mean? In what in what regard? Like just how you spoke about it, saying that uh, that's the thing we have expertise in. What do you think you have an expertise mm. in? I think I'm I think I'm pretty expert in uh, in relationships. I'm not gonna lie. How Why so? Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, I think that's pretty. I don't know. Maybe you have a higher level of self esteem than I do, but yeah, I probably do. I don't know about expert. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to like have to do things that I'm not going to be like the perfect boyfriend, uh, fiance, husband, like ever. But I feel like I can sort of look at someone's relationship and be like, yeah, that's that's not going to work out. Or this is what you can maybe consider doing to make it better or this or that. So what do you think makes an expert? Like, how do you define that then? Experience. <laughs> that's it? Um, that goes a long way. Okay. And I think I have, and I think I have uh, a lot of experience. Not not a lot of experience, but I've uh, been in some not like terrible relationships, but I've been in a you know really good one. Did I remind you that I've been in your life for twenty seven percent of your life? <laughs> okay, that's a big number. So it's a very, know, it's a very precise number. Also, I don't know how. M- much experience do you think it's experience with just this one person i mean yes it comes with some experience but wouldn't a wider range of experience make you more expert yeah and i think i've that's what i mean like i've had some you know like i said not terrible relationships but not as good as this one Mm. and also i think like we had maybe you know some some stretches in the early days where we weren't you know a hundred percent sure of us and what are you talking we were able about? to we were able to work through some stuff you had times you weren't sure about us i mean i think that it wasn't that we were that we i wasn't sure about us it was like the timing of it and what we needed to do in order to like get through those times uh happily i would have liked to see you try and break up with me i would have liked to see that <laughs> i would have been like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, what? you'll be back <laughs> I probably would have been. <laughs> I would have loved to see that. Mm-hmm. Now it's like if we were to break up, I would just I would go nowhere. What do you mean? Like I wouldn't go to anybody because there's no going to somewhere else after this. Oh, Aww, oh. that's sweet, but I don't think that's true. I think I, that I'm you like would... pretty certain it is. Really? Yeah. Just gonna be bothered. 
Why? Because you spent twenty seven percent of your life in this relationship. <laughs> now you're like, I mean, if I... this didn't work out, then like, how do you find the energy to uh, find something that might work out? Because you're an expert at love, duh. So if you're such an expert at love and relationships, yeah. you should be able to that's figure why, out how to but that's get why, a new one. But that's why this love is going to be so strong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's very sweet. So if somehow it turned out not to be, then yeah, I guess like my expertise would just be shattered and I would just relinquish that title. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that word at all. It makes me cringe. An expert in like anything? Yeah, I don't like the idea of somebody putting that title on me or me putting that title on anybody else. I think it just makes, puts unrealistic expectations onto people. Okay. Where you might not even be able to accept your faults or see ways to improve because expert is sort of like the pinnacle. Sure. That's how I've seen it defined anyway. Like expert is the know-it-all. And there's no such thing. So I I, mm-hmm. I just have, I struggle with that term. So it should be replaced with like someone who's very, very good at something. Good at it, like passionate about it. Because passionate about it has that sense of there's so much more I can learn about this and expand myself and expand this field, whatever I'm very passionate about. But I don't know. Maybe it's just, it's like semantics, right? But that's how I view expert. And yeah, I don't like it in that, in its current definition in my mind. Mm-hmm. If, do you think if someone calls themselves an expert that they're just really arrogant? I don't think it's arrogant. I think because of our marketing, people want somebody who is an expert in the field or, yeah, and they appear more trustworthy. So if you want to appear more trustworthy, then you put expert in your title mm-hmm. and that association with people just so it's like a sales thing but it, you shouldn't actually like necessarily believe that you don't have endless things to learn about that thing like always and yeah for- and i don't think it was always the case i think it's more a recent phenomena because you recognize that oh experts get this type of treatment and experts get to speak on panels and experts get to write books. And so I have to call myself an expert in order to do these things and to be perceived as such. Yeah. I think I'm available for panels on love. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What would, what would your topic be? Whatever, whatever people need help with. Oh, you would just wait to answer the audience questions at the end? You'd be like, you would have to present. And I know you have. I mean, I could tell my story of love Uh. over the years. (laughs) But everyone's case is going to be different. So, But then again, we're all the same. Okay. You know, we all want the same things. But, you know, it comes back to like how we we, uh, give and receive. But, you know, in the end, we all want the same things, really. What are those things? That we want to, that we want? Yeah. Uh, We just want to, you know. You need that ego stroked, you know. Do you think? Do you think <laughs> love is about the ego, baby? Um, no, I mean you want to uh, provide for the other person too, and make sure they're uh, they, they they are felt loved. Just a fail at the panel. <laughs> Just a fail. I, I mean, you want that? You want to do that unselfishly? I don't think love is about the ego at all. Mm, I do. 
I think. That's not love then. What do you mean? Because love surpasses the ego. Yeah, but does it? Yes. <laughs> That's real love. Okay. Because if you are in a relationship to have your ego stroked, then your ego... <laughs> not just that. Yeah, but then... Other things stroked too. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Sorry. I <had> to. <laughs> Couldn't just let it go. <laughs> Oh dear. Couldn't help it. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think. No, I mean, you want to feel good. You want to um, feel good, like in a partnership. You want to move forward in life together, stronger together than alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you want your partner to uh, be the best that they can be for themselves. Yeah. And support them in any way you can. I think it's about feeling like yourself. I think love is about belonging so when you come out from outside you've been in the world and you come home yeah and there's love in your home mm -hmm. you feel like you can take off all the layers right you can take off expert you can take off poker player you can take off whoever you are outside and you can just be yourself and there's all these parts of you you know so it's not like you're being fake when you're outside but not everybody wants to love you, the whole you, you know, like when you go to work, they really just want that skill that you have. They're not interested in loving you, the whole person, or right. most places. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's what love is. And I think that the reason I say it surpasses the ego is because when you're yourself, then you're not being your ego self or you're hoping not to be your ego self. I mean, there's definitely ego involved in any relationship right because we're evolving but yeah mm -hmm. so i agree <laughs> maybe you can be an expert on the panel too <laughs> we were talking about this last week weren't we about the experience of life and what you think life is or what i think life is supposed to be yeah what was what was the summary so I said, I think that perhaps we have been looking or been sold the idea that life is about solving problems. Yeah. I don't think today I agree with that. I think that you, you have to keep people in a state of wanting to keep selling them stuff in a way. And so that's why we create problems even when they aren't problems. So you can keep solving problems as either as a way to feel like you are accomplishing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think life is about? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's, you know, I think it's like kind of cliche stuff, like just living a happy life and helping others and leaving the place better than you found it. Cliche stuff like that. And then... The mystery. I think the mystery is part of life. The mystery of what? Not of, knowing what comes after or not knowing what life is really about? Yeah, both. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. Pretty simple stuff. Really. <laughs> I don't think that's really so simple. I think that, what is the word? Like the, the discovery? We want to expand as a person right you always want to get better but that sometimes can be confused with getting more you right. always want to learn more but that could be confused with like 
getting another degree. You know what I mean? Like the the things that now you're looking at an accolade that society has put out there as mm-hmm. like this carrot. But I think innately as humans, expansion is our like state, right? Yeah. Like flowers grow, like you plant a seed, it will grow and puppies go from puppies to full grown dogs and etc. And so I think that's natural, but then we've sort of distorted it by making it a thing, you know, like a new car, a new house, a new, you know, bigger, better, more, more. Yeah, I agree. So how do we fix it? Well, mm. you're not an expert in this field. No. <laughs> because, yeah, I think I think often I'm like trying to, uh, I, think, I think we've talked about this before, but like trying to get my bankroll up to like, you know, the next 10K mark or whatever it is. And like, as if that means anything when it should be more about learning along the way and uh, expanding your mind really and, ex- and expanding your experiences rather than focusing on these uh, arbitrary numbers and, and stuff. Same for like the YouTube channel should be more focused on like a new experience in content or making something with somebody that you find interesting or something like that, rather than needing to get the channel to this number. Yeah. But also I think it comes into this idea that you are missing something. If you don't have this new car, you should be focused on that because you're clearly missing something. So why would you want to look inside? Because you're thinking this thing is not inside me. It's out there. I mm-hmm. can see it. This brand new car, this whatever you're after externally. It depends what kind of car you have now. <laughs> Does it though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if you have no car or if your car is like broken down all the time, then right. it makes sense to want that car. Sure. But if you got a pretty solid car. You don't need a better one. You got to chill out, look inside yourself for <laughs> a little bit of growth rather than the next car. That's what I think. Yeah. We're on the same page, right? I think so. Good. I mean, sometimes, you know, you I get caught up in it at times as well. And I'm like, ooh, that would be so nice. Like a car? No, like stupid things like Balenciaga boots. The hell's that? It's this fashion brand and they made these like, moto combat boots that are fifteen hundred dollars yeah and it's ridiculous because i work at home where am i wearing these fifteen hundred dollar shoes to i'll get you them boots you can work in them (laughs) in your home office do you know so feel like a boss (laughs) in my fifteen hundred dollar boots that your man got you oh okay thanks man But you know what I mean? So that there's that like wanting for something that's completely ridiculous because I think that I will feel a certain way when I get these shoes. Right. Um, but that's so fleeting. Yeah. You know, that was the word that was in my head before you said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So how was your week, Andrew Nimi? Uh, I had a rough session last night. Mm. But the year has been going great so far. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, I'm not a full-time poker player anymore and it's weird. It's like even weird to say that because I've been a full-time poker player for a bunch of years, but Mm -hmm. I'm just not. So, so the stretches can, the, this, the, uh, yeah, like the, the good stretches and the downswings and stuff, they can really be like sort of elongated over time. Whereas before maybe I would lose, you know, like five sessions in a row or six sessions in a row and that's 
that could be like a week. Right. But if I win five sessions in a row or whatever now, that's like a period of what? At least two weeks. So yeah, the year's been going pretty good, but I haven't played as many sessions as I would have if I wasn't making videos as a part-time job as well. Personally, I think you need to make more videos. Yeah. So you've said. Yeah. I just rewatched. You're going to crack the whip. Vlog 100. Yeah. And I was like, videos, fucking great. (laughs) And Andrew should make more videos. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks that you should make more videos. So you need to figure your stuff out and make more videos that's all we ask yeah well i mean we can ask for feedback maybe but uh i'm not sure how that would look exactly is it going to be the same type of videos or is it going to be different videos mixed in just more content um different things mixed in i don't know that's up to you well it's just too, it's just basically impossible to crank out that many videos playing a session putting the video together you know over and over again it's just exhausting Okay, well, let's think about it. Yeah, because you should make more videos. You're good <laughs> at you're good at making videos. I mean, Thanks, I baby. think you are good at poker too, but good at making videos. Yeah, thanks. If you make more videos, you can be an expert. You could be an expert video maker. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That uh, I don't know if I will be. No. Okay. Um. So I also got my hair cut this week mm. and uh, was chatting with my, what do you call her? Hair stylist? Haircut person? Hair stylist? My barber. <laughs> She's not a barber. She's a hairdresser. Yeah, but. She dresses your hair. Can men use that phrase? Yeah, why not? I guess. So she's going to um, uh, move in with her boyfriend. Mm. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think about this. Not just that. You know where Mount Charleston is, right? Yes. It's about 45 minutes drive from Las Vegas proper or so. Um, They're going to move just beyond that. Um, So maybe an hour drive or so to a town out there that I don't know the name of. Okay. So my question is for you, when is it? So they've been dating a couple of years, I guess. A couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, When do you think it's appropriate to move in together? When did we move in together? Four years. Okay. I thought maybe three years we moved in, but four, four years sounds right. Two. So four years, I think, is, yeah. Might even be like on the long side these days. Probably is. Well, I think. Four years dating? Like exclusively. So that's what you say. So how many years is. Yeah. What is the time frame? Yeah, four years is a long time. I think you move in together when you have had the conversation. You have to have a conversation. About to say we are in a committed monogamous relationship if that's what you want. So you have to know what you want, right? Yeah, I think that would probably happen like earlier. No, no, right? people take this for granted. Okay. You just go, oh, yeah, yeah, we've just been hanging out for six months, a year. Mm-hmm. Let's move in together. You need to have a conversation like okay. I had with Andrew. <laughs> we are in a committed monogamous relationship. Then we move in together. Yep. Moving an hour from your work, though. <laughs> Where does she live now? She lives close. Uh, she yeah. She so she's lived at home. And this is the other question I have for you. Do you think it would be a good idea, or is it important? Is it important to live by yourself ever, or 
be sure that you do that. Is that like a good step in between? Very. <laughs> yeah. I think that's very important. I oh man, you're making Marie very nervous right now. Not that she ever asked for our opinion on I any of this know. stuff. <laughs> Sorry, but I, Marie. But I did say we maybe we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. And I asked if she was fine if we talked about it. She said, yeah. I think it is important to live by yourself. Sometimes it's not always possible, right? Sometimes like if you live in a city like New York or whatever, you're going to move in with roommates yeah. and then maybe after roommates, you move in with your boyfriend or whatever. But the reality is that some, some jobs don't allow that. Like there's a lot of people who can't afford to live by themselves, even though they work a full-time job, which is crap, right? But if you can, I would highly recommend that you live by yourself. Why? Because you get to know yourself. But if you and I moved in together, like say after I moved out of my sister's house, then it would have been not me knowing what I like, it would be our likes. Mm. And that's fine, but I really think you do need to know yourself. Yeah. I read something uh, earlier this week about how we lose ourselves in relationships. And it's partly because you don't know yourself, right? And then, then I'm just like, oh, we like this. Sometimes relationships end. Uh-huh. And, and you're then like, what? that place sucks? No, but then now, <laughs> will you still like that place? Do you even know for <laughs> sure that you like that place, that thing, that way to fold your towels you know like i know i like my dishes just so i like to put my groceries just so i know what i like to do when i'm home by myself whether it's watch a movie or have a dance party or you know whatever okay Um, what do you think do you think it's important to live by yourself uh i would I mean, I think it depends on the people and like how sort of like malleable they are and how communicative they are and like how much they need their personal space. I feel like. Everybody needs personal space. Some more than others, I think. You have to realize that you will need space to grow and you will need to give each other space to. Yeah. By the way, I mean. Not to interrupt you, but they are going to have like half an a- half an acre of land, and you know it's a house, and so there'll be some space. So yeah, I uh, would always want to have a little time stretch to myself. I would think why just to learn, you know, learn about myself, get that experience in life. Who knows? Maybe you uh, just want to be living alone for the rest of your life. Do you remember how terrified I was before we moved in together? Yeah. I was way more ready to move in together than you were. There was an apartment across the way from mine. I was like, maybe you should rent this apartment and then... (laughs) Across the hall, basically. Yeah. And I was like, maybe you should rent this apartment and then we can still see each other. We can be close and you don't have to drive all the way from the strip because we did live Mm -hmm. like, what, 25 minutes apart like you don't have to drive all the way from the strip to come visit me and i don't have to drive all the way to the strip to visit you yeah and i said that was very dumb but now that might be kind of (laughs) nice but a big reason why i was like yeah we should move in together baby 
because you know you want to save some money trying to grow that bankroll you trying know. to save some money trying to grow that role and Try, that's trying old. to get out of one three and into two five comfortably <laughs> and that's a big reason why people move in together right well yeah it's a smart one it's a it's a big plus yeah. there needs to be it there needs to be a bunch of other reasons and like contributing factors that you got to you know acknowledge and sort out you can't just be that right but uh it's an important one yeah, like my dream house would be one of those homes with a big courtyard and Andrew has his like a courtyard in the middle where we would be able to meet for regular things. And then I have a whole wing to the right and you have another wing to the left. And, you know, you just have a space where you can go and retreat and have it be yours and just <laughs> right. sing if you want to sing. And yeah, that'd be sweet. Play music if you want to play music. Not like a double story house. Like, uh, you know, one of those houses like they have on the farms. It's like a long. <laughs> Maybe this is what Marie's going to have. <laughs> yeah. If she has that, then she's going to be just fine. Because if you can have a, a, a wing to just be mm -hmm. and then come together for, you know, food and time together <laughs> okay so no but some people are good with being with other people constantly i grew up in a very small house it wasn't even a house it was a garage mm -hmm. there was four of us too many people in a small space and so now i'm in america i need <laughs> space space yeah so yeah we're all different I mean, like I said, they're going to be on a half acre. Yeah. So one person can be one corner of the acre. <laughs> another person can be on the other corner of the acre, and they'll be nicely spaced out. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a tent. Someone can go sleep in a tent. Outside, yeah. yeah. Go camping. Not, yeah, please. Not in this uh, snow, though. Uh, Vegas snow. Don't, don't even get me started on this snow. No, we're not going to talk about the weather. <laughs> that is so boring. <laughs> can you believe this weather, babe? No. Okay. I don't want to talk about the weather. Anyway. Thanks for sharing, Marie. Sorry about, I hope we didn't cause too much doubt. You, anyway, you, I think she's very certain. Because she was the only hairstylist or hairdresser that Andrew went to. Because the first hairdresser Andrew went to asked Andrew what he wanted to have done to his hair. Mm -hmm. And he was like, shrug. Mm -hmm. And Marie took charge. And she said. No, not only that, but like when I said. You know, I, the first chick, I was like, yeah, whatever you think looks good, feel free to do that. And she said, I don't like guys and, who and are not decisive. She continued to ask me questions about what I wanted. Like, you know, how do you want the back? How do you want the sides? And I was like, so later after she kept asking me, I was like, you don't really like just, you know, being a little bit creative. You want to have instructions. That's how you, that's how you work. I, I take it. And she said, yeah, kind of. I mean, she's like, yeah, and girls, I can kind of feel like I... I can, you know, do some things and, um, you know, give some uh, advice here and there. But for men, I just want them to be a man and tell me what they want. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you were being, ah, okay. not being manly enough for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, she also told me that she like hated Las Vegas and she came from some small town in Nevada <laughs> of like population 300 and despised las vegas and so, so i didn't go back to her <laughs> and then you found marie and marie yeah. took charge so that's what i'm saying she's yes. going to be fine because she can make decisions so she'll be fine yeah. you don't have to 
worry yeah. about it. But no. I think you're more worried than I am. I'm not worried. Good. But good luck, Marie. Please have us over for a. What are those things people have? Housewarming. I asked house about that. Housewarming party. It's going to be like the house is a fixer upper. So she said in two years or so she would have a housewarming. Oh. So. I know I struggled with that for a long time. Like wanting your house to look perfect before people came over. Mm. But the people are not there for your house. The people are there to sort of celebrate your accomplishment or your new space and bring like love and sort of the warmth yeah, of I, a new space. I was thinking she should have two parties. Have uh, a pre-party. In, and a in party and then uh, look at what we've done with the place party. Yeah. Like I don't really go to somebody's house and look at all their fixtures, be like, mm, what a poor decision you made on the, you know what I mean? Like you go to you be with bit. the people. You do a little bit. We all do. Yeah, but that's not my focus. No, it's not like that big of a deal. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Because, you know, it just steals so much time from like spending time together without being in a restaurant where you're yelling over at each other. Mm-hmm. You can just be together in your house. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you for joining us on an episode of Tells Podcast. Please write to us at hello at Tells Podcast if you have questions, feedback, thoughts, ideas, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you feel like talking about. Yeah, we'll talk about it too. Sure. We'll become experts in it. That's right. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, getting away, getting out of the desert, getting out of this snow. <laughs> Baby, it's the snow, snow downtown didn't even stick. Yes, no. the snowflakes were big, but it didn't stick. There Boy. Was no snow on the ground. That's some weather, huh? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Tells, and we will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>